What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast. Here's my favorite thing that's happened on the internet, John, was finding out that somebody set up a GoFundMe page for, for Matt Kuchar's jilted caddy with the goal of raising $50,000 for him. And uh, as of late Thursday, it was up to $2,200. Uh, Did you put any? D- yeah. no. no. This is the last GoFundMe page I would put any money in. What if uh, you found out he had cancer and his kid was sick? Okay, now we're yeah, now we've got a different situation here. Then would Kucher owe him like a hundred grand? Uh, I guess there was. I'm reading the article in the New York Times. One man yelled at him, "I pay my caddy more." <laughs> Said Kucher was his favorite player. How do you tip a caddy a thousand bucks when you make one point three? To me, that's called discrimination. Uh, yeah, this has not been a good week for for Cooch. Not been a good week for Cooch. Pay the guy five thousand on one point three. Although I'll tell you this, John, what do you think about the caddy having uh, the 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 standards, the moral code to say no when they offered him another fifteen thousand dollars? He wanted fifty. Well, if you knew you were going to come out with this blast of him, you wouldn't quite get the credit if they went. Well, we've already paid him twenty grand because twenty grand cash is a lot of money. Yeah. So now I think people would still clap back at Kucher, but it would be like, you know, he gave him $20,000. When you just say the number $5,000, you could argue if Kucher had made $100,000, he should just tip this guy $5,000. This guy's a local caddy. Right. He doesn't make any money. And I, I'm not, where do you stand on wage shaming? On tip shaming? Wage. What's the difference? Because, like, this is the guy's wage. To me, tip is a separate deal. Yeah. I, I look at this like a tip because there wasn't a contract. So it's, like, kind of no, they, they had No, they had agreed on a contract, basically. Yeah, they I had think. agreed that if he was top 10, he'd get $4,000. And then the caddy said, if you win, can I get a percentage? And Matt said, sure, and smiled. That's the contract. That's what he said. Yes. But they had agreed top 10 was $4,000. Uh... 
So I'm not a big fan of the tip shaming. I saw this thread. Somebody tweeted out earlier Friday, totally unrelated to this. I thought about getting in the thread and the replies and starting stirring some shit up. Somebody tweeted out a photo of a receipt that said, suggested, you know, it told you how much it was for 18%, how much it was for 20 and how much it was for 25 And someone's like, what, 15, 15% is not cool anymore? And there are all these replies. One of them was like, 20% is low these days. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa hold on a minute. Like, 20% is not low. But I also don't think, you know, I, just, I, I wouldn't feel good about a 15% tip. But you can't, like, demand. You can't act like 15% is just inappropriate either because part of the whole premise here is I don't know what the service provided was. I don't know if this guy just dragged Matt Kuchar's well, see, bag uh, around the course or if he actually helped him win the event. Th- either way, 5,000 That's a huge low, element of it. But like, that's, what if he was terrible? 5,000 is low either way. I get it. But I think I do kind of – everybody is killing Kuchar here. And, it I, again, there's validity to a large part of it. But what if his point is like this guy doesn't didn't help me with one putt? What if the guy didn't help him with? I don't know that. I, I, the one element to me, it would be hard in the sport of golf to win a tournament with a guy on your bag that was negatively impacting you or not impacting you at all. Like you would think the local caddy would add something. So if he just gave him and, and the difference in golf guy. Two shots is the, is no it one point three yeah, million? Right. If he helped him with one putt, if he helped him with I, one putt, that's worth that, it. That's an argument I heard. If he helped him with one putt, not giving the guy like fifty grand when Matt Kuchar isn't just worth like ten million. He's I, I would if you looked up his career earnings just from golf, I I bet it's easily over fifty. But isn't and there just, a difference, John, between what the right thing to do is and what you should have, what you owed somebody? To me, that that is the whole point of this whole thing. There is – Guy and I can have an agreement over – Ease gave Middlecoff, you know, $100. Ten and vapes, say, and they only sent Middle Haberman one. Yeah, and, and it's one thing, like, if you and I do the show, and it then quadruples, and they're like, we're giving you a bonus. We're going to give you 20 vapes. I might need to send you at least the equivalent of what I was already going to send you. And again, when you are, and th- this isn't even, this is a stupid argument because you we're saying partners. I'm your replacement caddy. No, see that that's where the, the, the fucking analogy doesn't work in this analogy. When you have, when you're a business owner, when you're the employer and you're not like a mom and pop shop, you're the rich, powerful one. You have all the power in a relationship. So there is just a right and wrong thing to do. Did he have to give him what he would have given his normal caddy that's been on his bag for 20 years or whatever? No. But I just typed in to my iPhone calculator, 1.3 million was his earnings. Just 7.5%. And I just, clearly it's going to be a lot. It's $97,000. And I think we would both agree, like, he doesn't have to give him that, but he easily could. And I think he'd get a lot of credit for it. Because one thing that when you seek, say Matt Kuchar out loud, I think a lot of people, if you follow sports and you know you follow golf, if I like say Alex Smith, you just be like that guy's a great guy, you know Matt Kuchar, oh, that guy's a great guy, you know uh, Sean Livingston, like that's I fucking wish Sean Livingston was my neighbor, you know I just like to say hi to him every day. I think Matt Kuchar now it's like God, you're you could have done the right thing, and what what's the thing you learn? Like from your parents, it's not like, 
everyone acts well when someone's watching you or, you know, you're getting paid for something or, you know, the camera's on you or the teacher's looking at you. How do you act when no one's looking? Do you still act the same? Do you still treat people well when no one's paying attention? Like, this is a sneaky, like, this is kind of a sneaky asshole move. Well, and you also, know? a guy that was viewed as not an asshole. Like, if Tiger had done this, people would be like, Tiger's just been cheap, man. We knew that. He didn't pay for the burgers, remember, with the Navy SEALs. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> he didn't pay for their milkshake. Um, like, to me, Tiger could get away with this because the, everyone views him as cheap. The other thing that's hurt Matt is that, you know, he's been asked about it. And <laughs> and he's basically been like, well, we agreed to 4000 and then I won. And I gave him a $1,000 tip on top of that. I I don't uh, – seems like a pretty good tip to me when you make 200 a day or something. It's like that. You just – that logic is not going to sit well with people. I, I now I also don't think when I say when I say the the number ninety seven point five thousand dollars does that just feel way too much or yeah, yeah I'll tell you this I think acting like that's what he should have done to me is I know no one else is saying this right now unfair to Matt Kuchar that he just owed the guy ninety seven thousand dollars because. But I just pulled an arbitrary. I just pulled seven and a half. Yeah, because you're just like, well, seven and a half. That's less than a normal percentage. So and you won. And right, but again, like, what if the guy did nothing? He yeah, just what if gets Matt, What if Matt didn't bucks? like him? Yeah. What if Matt didn't like him? And by Saturday, because he was I know a this, like, there's a difference it. when you go into a store where, um, part of that store is like the people there help you. Like their advice is whatever. I don't know. You're buying a suit and you need somebody to help you pick out a suit and somebody helps you. Now, this isn't really a tip situation. But I know I've been in stores sometimes where someone comes up to help me and it's like I can tell immediately they got no clue. It's like, well, I don't – your help is not helping me. It's only slowing me down. Isn't it hard though to imagine that you you win a golf tournament and the guy either is a neutral or has a negative effect? Um, Definitely it's hard for me to – imagine having a negative effect but i do think it's possible like you're matt kuchar you know your game better than anybody you're not you're not asking this but, guy I, but for i don't any think help. anyone's arguing like best case this guy was telling him clubs like I, I think it's just like bro you won the tournament this guy makes 50 grand a year and just him carrying yeah, your so bag man, on a winning yeah. like, okay so he's probably worth 50k yeah yeah if, yeah guy if he had given him 50k this guy would not be able to do the story matt would have been like i told him i was originally going to give him five I won the fucking tournament. I gave him 50K and it's, you know, I, I would be like, Matt's in the, like, I, to me, that number, you could probably say something over 30 would be what hard. Number? I, I think 30K, people would be like, it was his caddy for a week. How are you really going to complain about it? And the guy might not have complained about it because that is a, I don't know what that percentage is. It's probably still a small percentage. Quick interruption. This podcast is brought to you by Ease. E-A-Z-E. Go to ease.com, use the promo code HAM, get 20 bucks off your first order, and as always, every delivery over $50 is delivered free. Um, yeah, we'll think 97, seven and a half, so half of that would be like three, that's like 2%, guy. Yeah, which is which is low as a percentage, but the, in the whole argument of like, hey, you've got money, you've got a chance to easily change someone's life. 2%, guy, is $26,000. Okay, so, but it's still $30,000. But right. to, so to was me, that this, inappropriate? To me, this is where we get back to. I'm I never like money shaming people, but when you are the all powerful and you're worth so much goddamn money and you're gonna keep making money. I, I got the Riviera on in the background. Kucher's fucking in one of the main groups. Like he's in the Rom DeChambeau. Like he's one of the best players in the world. He's making a ton of cash. That this was an easy one where you just 
you don't have to give him the exact number, but you just give a guy fifty thousand dollars, and maybe Matt and maybe Matt's people would say he does that shit all the time, which is and it just shows you like one negative thing can set your entire reputation. Everything you work for can kind of ruin a reputation that you build up a reputation over a long period of time, which it felt like he had done. Do you think he, he just- would have been worse off? if he was drunk and drove a car into the clubhouse of uh, the golf tournament after he won, would that have been a lesser story than this? Fuck. Yeah. You could argue like if he had taken a car, Tiger got pulled over on pills and it was a big story for like a day. Now it's a little different, but yes, but to me, this is like, cause to me, this reflects, is this guy kind of a sneaky douche? You know, like does this guy is his reputation the wrong one? Well, and that's where I think the difference between $30,000 and $5,000. Like, we could still have this, this. Maybe this conversation would still be happening with three thousand, with 30000 excuse me. But at the end of the day, you could always just make the case that, like, you could $30,000 is still $35,000. Is, like, you guys just spent five days. You guys just spent a week together. Even if he didn't really help you, like, did you not get to know him at all? Do you just hate him? Do you like if you hate him, then this is the amount of money you pay him. <laughs> I bet, yeah. If he just I, annoyed you, if he wouldn't stop talking, if he just drove you nuts, then that's the amount. And even then, you're like, well, at the end of the day, he's a human with kids. Like, if he's not a bad guy, I can give him more than five grand. Like, this was cool. It'll be a highlight of his life. One of the highlights of his life, caddying for a winner on a PGA event. Do you think he gets credit? And does the story ever come out if he gave him a hundred grand? After he wins. Because someone tweeted at me like, Middlecoff, you're being ridiculous. You think he's just going to bring 20 grand cash? No, he didn't have to pay him fucking right there on the spot. I mean, you could send him a check. You can, there's ways to pay people. (laughs) (laughs) Is that El Chapo? Yeah, he didn't have to have a fucking briefcase of 45 grand. what amount of money would he get credit for? Here's the better question. Uh, don't say this just because we got a lot of people listening. Okay. What do you think Guy Haberman would have given this guy, assuming he was fine, solid, helped you out a couple shots, you were indifferent to him, he wasn't your best friend, but you didn't negatively think about him? Um, uh, and I was and I was as rich as Matt Kuchar is. You were as rich as Matt Kuchar, and your game was still strong, and you were still going to make a ton. And of he game. helped like, me with a couple shots. And he I, helped I, you with a couple shots, and you did no negative thoughts cross your mind. Maybe I not think positive, that's, but you were. Yeah, to what, me that's that's like I'd feel like a hundred thousand dollars is is I don't know what the, what would that percentage have worked out to? Yeah, I mean, what if about, it was ninety six? Yeah, most I mean, guys about ten percent, eight percent. I, I, yeah, you I know what? Feel, honestly, I, man, like if I got to know the guy a little bit too, I feel I, I might feel be able like to just a, give him the ten percent. I feel like a lot of normal people that are just. People listening to this, just good people. And I think most people generally are good-hearted people. If they were in the situation that had the earnings of Matt Kuchar and then the earning potentials, like it's not like he was worried, like, can't tip this guy because my earnings might run out. Like Matt Kuchar is not thinking that way. Most people probably give him just, hey, fuck, here's the 130. And if they don't, I'd say like 80 plus, yeah. you know, you give them a huge chunk of change where it just changes the guy's life. And I feel like you and I have met these people that do shit like that because and it's, I, and they never would have, it never would have got out. And it's just, I, I don't know. It, it, I think you're right because I think the more I would have thought about it, I'd be like, all right, I'm prepared to give this guy a hundred. And then you just go, well, if I'm going to give him a hundred, why don't I just give him the 10% that I'd be paying anyway? Like it's not, that's found money. 
right? Because uh, because I would have paid it to my normal caddy if he was here. The other part of this is, let me ask you this: Do you is there a certain amount on a bill where the percentage where you don't go by percentage? Like last like if, night, like if, like if you sit down and the bill's twelve dollars, like you don't you just you don't tip twenty percent on that. Like that's, I would say, I would say sometimes like you're married. So like if the girl's kind of paying attention, you're not impressing anyone. It's all, it's all staying in your pot or not. Right. Like last night I went to dinner, dinner with this girl on Valentine's day. And it wasn't necessarily, it actually just happened to be Valentine's day is when we were going to go out. And the bill was like 75. Is that what, yeah, that's what you claim. The the bill was $75. And it was, I was having a good time, had a couple beers and eating sushi. I, I tipped $20. You know, and I, it was just, I could t- she could see it, but it, it was part of it, but it was just, I was just feeling good. You know, I, I the service okay. was good. It was just whatever. I mean, I like to think that I've always been a good tipper and I don't even have that much money. If I ever get anywhere close to Kucher, if you do good services for me, whether you're installing my television, whether you're cleaning my house, whether you're serving me food, I, I like to think that I've been raised that when you're in a position to do that for people that do the right by you to treat them well. Well, and yeah. that's where I think the Kucher thing is like, God, you know, yeah. is this guy kind of a sneaky bad guy? Uh, or is he just such a warped millionaire now that he doesn't even realize? Which kind of might could, be the I think it's likely that it's that. Um, but I think these the one thing, their job, it's like the one thing you always hear with baseball players. Like they they do get, no matter how much money you have, they get how important it is to take care of the clubby. Like that is a big deal. Or like we've had back with the radio show when we'd have guys on, bigger guys, Matt Kane or Hunter Pence, they go down, Joe Panic. you go down to the minor leagues, if you're the richest guy, if you're a big leaguer on a big, con- you pay for fucking dinner for everyone. It's just, there's just things that, that you should just do. And it, it'd be one thing if this was like, uh, if it was Bryson DeChambeau or just a younger player, you know, you'd be like, well, he just he'll learn from that. Like Kucher's forty plus years old and been on tour for twenty years. <laughs> Look, oh, the more I think about it, John, the more I feel like I'd pay the ten percent because it would make me feel good. Well, that, that's a, that's but, a lot of anything. But, that's but, why I tipped twenty dollars last night. I felt good about yeah, it. Yeah, but I but do I think, think it'd it's, be, I think it'd be easy, guy, just to rationalize. I'll give this guy a hundred thousand dollar check. I feel good about it. He feels great. It's just a win-win. Yeah, you know, especially because he thought like he just kind of last minute asked me for a percent, whatever. But but I do think it's a little bit of a leap to be. Now again, we don't know anybody. Like you only know the people you know. That's the only people you know. So to think that you know anybody else because they're they smile in a commercial, like you don't. But. It does we seem learned, like we learned that with the most famous golfer of all time. We didn't know Tiger at all. But it does seem like right? his contemporaries know him. I mean, like they people say a lot of things about. It's not like everyone was just like Tiger's the friendliest guy in the world. We all love him, and then all of a sudden everyone changed their mind. Now, although we do, because Genesis Open, we know we got listeners down there. Um, but with Matt, there was a lot. There's just been a lot of just general support among players for him. Like, would you would you think less of Steph Curry? My point, John, real quick, is just I, this whole leap where it's like maybe he's just an awful human is like you're you're right. It's been he's been it's attacked. A, it's and gone a little have, strong. I, I would agree, and I've been part of the strong. We don't quite have enough information because if there is the element where this guy was a dick, was giving him poor shit that almost led to him not winning the tournament, he could justify it easily in his mind. 
And that's why, hey, I'll give you another 15 grand. I hate, I despised you. If that's an element, I think any human can relate to it. And then I would, I would come back a little bit. But here's my example. If Steph Curry, he takes that van, you know, I think he gets picked up and goes to games. And I bet he has a partnership with the deal. He probably pays him. I, I would assume tips the driver. But if it, if it came out that the company did a deal with him uh, that basically they just exchanged. And, you know, a lot of people in like our business do this. You just do a trade. Hey, we will just drive you for free. You just take pictures on your Instagram, you know, every game we take you to or something in exchange. But it turned out that Steph ended up not even doing that, paid them nothing, and was just was addicted, never even acknowledged the driver or tipped him. Like that wouldn't be a great story for Steph, right? No, because one not. of the things, and I'm not saying that parallels. I'm just trying to use an example of because we assume Steph just probably treats people well. And now I, you know, and I think he'd be an example. Do we truly know him? And I'd say, you know, that's fair. I, I when I went to that golf tournament a couple years ago, the first time he played in it. And just to watch the way he interacted with people when there truly weren't the cameras there for certain holes. It's like, yeah, this guy's just a pretty high-level guy. <laughs> you know. I, but with money, here's the one thing. People are – I'm not normal with cash with tips. Like you, you do find a lot of people, especially in pro sports, because typically a lot of them come from poor backgrounds. Now, Steph is not. But like I heard a story that no Pippin uh, – no tipping Pippin is uh, – <laughs> The Barstool Golf Podcast, which is actually really good, they did a show yesterday where they had like 10 cat, random caddies call in from different major courses around the country and kind of give stories about this, like what they thought. And one guy called in from the number one course in Chicago and gave the – they're like, God, you know, Scotty Pippen plays here you know, a lot in the summer, and everyone fucking loves him, but he's, he has the nickname No Tippin' Pippin'. But he's like, but he's a great, everyone likes him. So no one really cares. Just one of the deal. But remember, he lost a bunch of money. He actually didn't make as much as you think. So it's not that crazy. But not everyone that has money does tip or treat people well. Right. So I, I, I think. Right. And I think you get people who, you know, you talk to people in the service industry who who used to work in the service injury industry. They have strong opinions on sometimes they they over tip sometimes they refuse if they think service is bad they might tip less than you or i would normally tip because we kind of feel bad about it oh you're saying that someone that's worked in it then that's treated bad at like a restaurant they won't tip as much i don't know I, i'm this i'm theorizing but i i feel like i've had this conversation with a couple people who like they're more likely to tip more but they also might be more likely to tip less but maybe they're not. I don't. I've made that up right here on the spot. That might well, here, 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 they might here, they might know better. Like you know, I think they're just having a bad day. Here would Whatever. be a good example. If you were a casual golfer and you just entered some local tournament with some buddies and you had to be caddied, like the, part of the deal was playing in this tournament. You were playing at fucking Boundary Oaks and Walnut Creek. And there's a bunch of people in the tournament, 100 people in the tournament or whatever. And everyone kind of like a fantasy football league. Everyone throws the the winning pot is like $6,000 for one individual. And it factors in handicap so anyone can play in it. And a dude's caddying. You had to have caddies. You know, the course provides the caddies. You end up winning that pot. You know, and you told the caddy before, I'll, you know, you play three rounds. I'll tip, I'll, I'll pay you $100. You have to pay the caddy $100 a round or whatever. Would you, you, if you won the pot, you would give him more than just the 300 bucks, right? You'd right. probably give him 500 but you just, yeah. you'd give him something. Again, assuming and part of this there's a huge assumption with this kind of like Kaepernick there's part of this that we don't know which when you take a hard stance like Kucher's just a scumbag if it came out this guy was a dick 
would not stop bothering him and consistently gave him the wrong shit, you'd like, I kind of relate to Kuchar. At this point, if you were Kuchar and that was the case, wouldn't you say that? Because I know people like, there's nothing to be gained by saying that, but this whole thing has gone sideways. Like, to me, at this point. I do do think some of these guys, this is where the point where he's so rich that you just, like, fuck, I don't know anyone anything. Now, but what I just don't want people yelling at me while I'm trying to tee off. That's why I would. Well, it, to me, how's it going to – like this is going to be something that follows him definitely all year because younger golf fans that are just the yeller guy, what else are you going to yell at him? Yeller guy from the New York team. Times is not – yeller guy from the New York Times is like some school teacher who well, wasn't the, a kid. I, I, He's like one a, thing a that kids. I remember Justin Thomas, Yeah, the guy, the guy yelled get in the bunker, and yeah. he had him tossed. Justin at first was kind of aggressive defending that. And then he realized, like, I just got to apologize. Like, he basically came out a couple days later, remember, like, hey, I was a dick. I, I shouldn't have tossed the guy. And everyone's like, yeah, I can relate. You know, heat of the moment. And he's even said, he laughs about it now. But he did change his tune, like, a day or two later. Because in the heat of the moment, which I think Kuchar is kind of right now, because he's kind of being attacked, maybe in a day or two, you're just like, I'll send the motherfucker 50 grand. Like, I, I, I should have paid him more. This is stupid. I, I got This is a dumb story, but I'll pay him. Everyone shut up. It won't have, you know, one of those type deals. Yeah. Which does feel like it's got a chance to be headed there. But I, I you know, <laughs> this isn't, you know, in football, like, does he, is he really inundated with the coverage like that? You know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It is just a funny fucking story, though. <laughs> you, you could also argue if you're a guy like that, do you – and this is – like I give this guy credit. This guy's throwing his reputation out. Who would want to work with this guy now? You know, if you don't treat him perfectly, he might throw you under the bus. Did you tell me he got fired or something? No, I had heard that he was paired early in the week, like on the Tuesday practice round with another pro, and that guy fired him. Oh. Hmm. So he was – so, so the pro Kuchar people have basically said, it's not like this guy's got a resume of being Mother Teresa with everyone. You know, there, there is this guy's got a little fishy story. Yeah, I was watching um, a Trading Places the other day. It's on. You know, I see it probably once every few months. And there's a scene early in the movie where Dan Aykroyd goes into the private club, and uh, he goes up to the Duke brothers because it's that time of the month where they have to sign paychecks. And. Uh, and the Duke brothers are going through the paychecks, and one of them brings up, it's like, wow, we're paying a lot of money to this person. Not the $50,000 that's the secret paycheck that we found out about later. But he, they're going through the paycheck, like, God, we're spending a lot of money here. And Dan Aykroyd goes, well, can't get, a, can't get around the old minimum wage. <laughs> Those well, that, guys were cheap. Mortimer. And I, I do think there, and this is, turns a lot of people off in America, just the guy that is paying someone minimum wage. Like it's one thing I, I never feel bad for some, I remember one, I think at your wedding the night before when I was talking to your dad, like, you know, when you run a smaller business, like having the standardized minimum wage can get fucked up because you shouldn't pay like a 19 year old. That's kind of what it's for. Someone that's unqualified. You, you should be able to pay or have something for someone that's 40 with a kid, you know, and you get in these situations where this is where I think, when you find out a business owner is taking care of an employee that needs the money. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, an 18 year old guy that's like working his way through college. I don't feel that terribly for not giving a guy a bump or whatever. But when you got like a 38 year old single mother, 
like when you find out someone just like refuses to give them any extra money, you're like this guy, when you are making money, you're kind of a scumbag. Right. You know, and, and everything, there's context to everything with cash. But when you are rich, one thing is consistent, unless the NBA, which eventually I think it's going to go the other way. When you're super rich and you complain or slash doesn't feel like you treat people that need, truly need the money because they don't make a lot, you're never going to win that battle ever. I think the history of our life, at least since I've been alive, that guy always gets crushed. And I don't think that it's, it feels like it's always happened before we were born. And it feels like it's always going to happen as we continue to live, right? That guy's never going to be like, I feel for the guy worth the hundred million. I mean, you just no one complain. No one's ever taking that stance. My favorite take from this whole thing has been, Arnie wouldn't have done this. <laughs> That's my favorite one. It's like Arnie would never have allowed this to happen. Arnold Palmer would have treated this person right. It's like, wait, why are we talking about Arnold Palmer? There's nothing to do with anything. <laughs> Jack Nicholas would not have allowed this. Like, what, why are we talking about Jack? What does it have to do with Jack? A true gentleman. It's like, yeah. Most people probably – I would say this, John. I would guess most tour pros would have – maybe they wouldn't have given him 100 based on the circumstances we don't know. But based on knowing nothing else about this, I would guess most people would have would have paid the guy more than 5000 Don't you think so? Or do you think – do you think guys are coming up to Coots like, dude, I would have paid him the same amount? Well, have you, have you noticed this in your life? Like it's all kind of relative to income. So one day – like, will you take care of people at the same rate that you have when you're making, you know, if you're making a hundred grand and then in 10 years you're making $2 million. Like if someone helps you do something at your house and you ended up tipping them $20. Well, if when you own a house in 10 years, that's much bigger. And the guy helps you do a much bigger project. Will you then tip your guy $500 or a thousand dollars? I don't know. And no one ever knows this about themselves. You just hope like, I've seen in my life, I've consistently stayed the same, all relative to cash. But I'll tell you, you know, this. I, I, but I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think money does change you kind of naturally. But you should, and I try to always do this, just think about what the common guy that, as most people are, and girl, are struggling with money. You know, live, like, the, you read these studies all the time. The, the average person in America does not have $10,000 to their name, guy. You know, it's just... And that's how you just wonder, do a lot of these professional athletes that have so much money realize that? And I I do think because the money comes so fast, it's a little different in golf, but it's not that much different. I will say this. I think professional athletes have a better idea of it. Now, golfer might be a bad. Yeah, see, it's hard. But I I think most pro athletes have a better idea of it than most just rich people who are rich for whatever other reason that they're rich. We've been around them. The Warriors are a bad example because they're just such a high-level team. But like just with NFL players and you've seen with baseball players, most of them treat the people that you don't get to see like on television, like the equipment people, the trainers, the people helping out. Well, the amount really, of conversations they have with people they don't even know who, yeah. who, who they're talking to. I think they treat them really well in my experience. I, I would totally agree with that. No, really, I'm not saying really I'm well. Not saying just, usher, just like ushers and, and yeah, they, people they, that they, they only they, see for five seconds or ten seconds. And that's where I think a lot of those people, and this is probably the difference in golf, like in football, you're always around, like, if you're a backup quarterback and you're making a million dollars, you're still around the quality control guy making 80. Like, you spend a lot of time around that guy. You spend a lot of time around the equipment guy. It just kind of keeps you, and they and they get a personal relationship where that guy can kind of fuck with them a little bit. I just think there's a humility there, 
And in basketball, like you're just around the ushers but, a lot. But but John, like I think part of this is when you're like a pro- in golf. I don't know if you're really around. Those well, type first of all, you're not. If you're a golfer, you there's a good chance you were rich to begin with, or you had money because it's just an expensive sport. It's, it's a, a sport that rich people participate in. That's fair to begin with. So there's that element, and then the other part I think is you your career is shorter in most other sports. So when you're a millionaire, you've been a millionaire for like five years or 10 years. You know, golfer, you could be a millionaire. Matt Kuchar, how old is Matt Kuchar? Yeah, he's 40 plus. So now again, that's still, you know, that's, there are, there are guys that are 40 that play other pro sports that are rich. Um, But I think when you're an athlete in general, you just get people come up to you. So you just interact whatever leaving the stadium you just interact with people now this may play a little less to golf but you still when you're just a, a rich guy that no one necessarily knows who you are you just don't have people coming up to you in the same way you don't you just don't you just interact with average people less normal people less you interact more with super rich people that, that is true and and golf's I, pretty I, isolated like i don't know it's yeah, that, that's a huge element. But even that, I, I've it, seen golfers interact with people pre, on just a normal human level. I, I think a lot of the like the younger crew of guys, it does feel like, and they have go, this going for them. Because I was thinking this the other day, like I would imagine if you were just if Haberman, Middlecoff were hanging out with Ricky, Justin, and Jordan, it would be pretty normal. Like their lives are not normal, but they could be just kind of shooting the shit about normal stuff. About Alabama football, about fucking their wives, just about nor- they they feel relatively normal for super rich young guys, and maybe there's just a humility of them growing up with social media, like interacting with other people. It's a little different for the older guy. I also think that in football and baseball, in baseball definitely there's just a grind to get there. There's just a humility with just playing the sport, and same with football. Even if you're good from day one, just how hard it is and how hard your coach like. There was a video that went viral yesterday of Jalen Hurts, who's now at Oklahoma. It was pretty cool. He was squatting, which what looked like to be like 5,000 pounds, trying to break, I think, the quarterback record at Oklahoma. The entire team was surrounded by him and just chanting. I mean, it was badass. And it was just like, this guy's coming from Alabama. Now, granted, he went to Oklahoma. But he's won a national championship. He's he's played in the biggest games, uh, arguably in the NFL and college football the last couple of years, right up there. And it's just like this guy comes in, he's just one of the guys right away. And it's just like clearly these guys respect him and like him. And I just that is probably an element to an individual sport that you just don't get with the other, you know, couples. Football, basketball, definitely football and baseball. Like basketball, it's easy to become such a big star, you kind yeah. of become individualized. Well, but ba- baseball and football, you just. You just kind of got to be one of the guys because you're just around so many fucking guys. Well, also, so if you're not just one of the guys, of, you become a douchebag fast. If you played college football, think of all the former teammates you have. Like Jalen Hurts has, just in his three or years of Alabama played, and now yeah, in Oklahoma. If you played baseball and you played three years in college, all the travel teams you played on in high school. All think, of all the guys, Kyle, think of all the guys have. Kyler Murray has been around, from A&M to Oklahoma to Oklahoma baseball and all the traveling teams he played with in high school in baseball and then in his football team. You played basketball, you had a high school team and an AAU team. Then maybe you went to college for a year, but that's a ton of people. Basketball teams are pretty well integrated into a university just because they stand. The basketball players just stand out, you know. Yeah, like, fo- and, fo- and football every year. If you if you play five years of college football, you get twenty to twenty five new guys on your team every year. Right? You have too so many people to know, actually. 
Yeah, it's it's like have you ever talked to college football player where he doesn't he literally is trying to talk about a teammate but can't remember his name? Like yeah, because he'll be like you'd be like oh did you play with uh you know did did you play with so and so and they'll be like yeah I think he was a freshman when I was a senior but it's it's, if that guy redshirted you're like well I actually never played with never talked to him (laughs) yeah and if he wasn't a big time recruit or whatever like yeah I might have played with Doug Ball no that would be a bad example but. Just a, it ha, it does happen a lot with college football players. In basketball, they're never like I played with a guy because you fucking were throwing in the basketball, right? Like you were on the court. You're not really gonna forget that. Like I can name like most people have ever played pickup hoops with. You know, it's, it's speaking of people you've field. played pickup hoops hoops with, John, I've heard and I've seen the interactions, but that um, everyone just raves about how Paul Paul George still treats people around uh, Fresno State. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.